you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. What do you guys think of when you hear the word channeling? If you thought TV or radio, you're not far off. Just as a radio allows itself to be taken over by a specific channel being played at a specific frequency, so too can a human. Because everything in this universe is made out of consciousness, this means that everything can be channeled. Channeling is something that everyone can do. Everyone is capable of this, but many of us cannot access this ability because we are completely identified. We are still tied to our own consciousness, and in order to do this, we would have to let go. We are too into our own ego and what our likes and our dislikes are that we forget that we are just vessels for the consciousness to have a physical experience. It's not until we become open and receptive to receive information from other dimensions that we can do this. Because when channeling, you have to be able to shift your mind and mental space to get to an expanded state of consciousness. With channeling, from what I've learned, is that there are three forms of doing this. The first is known as intuitive channeling, also known as clairvoyant channeling. And from one of our previous episodes, we know that clairvoyant just means clear seeing. So here you're in the present and you're conscious. You are receiving information and guidance from spirit through thought forms. And this divine guidance can flow through you with or without your conscious awareness. So take for example, talk channeling. Let's say you have a really big presentation to do and you're really nervous. Then once you get up on stage and start speaking, every word effortlessly flows out of you. You might even use big words that are in your lexicon, but you forgot you knew and rarely use. Another example of intuitive channeling is the form in which some tarot card readers conduct a reading. Many of them, instead of focusing on the symbols of the cards, are more of intuitive readers. They channel spirit, and whatever information is being relayed to them is what is passed over to the client. Artists, writers, and musicians are also known to have this type of experience. Many writers claim that when they write their books, it's almost as if it's not them. They just get this instant wave of information and they're not really sure where it came from. The second type is called conscious channeling. This is when you go within and deliberately and consciously call in your guide or guides and your angels. To do this, you can focus on your third eye and allow yourself to be present and in the moment. Be receptive 
and observant to the being and the information that is coming through. When people do this, they will usually report hearing a voice that's different than theirs. And they don't hear the voice with their ears. It comes from inside their head. For many, however, it is difficult to tell the difference between their own voice and the voice that is being channeled. And because people easily confuse the voice, it's easily dismissed. The third type is called trans-channeling, and this is when a person steps out of their body, or I should say maybe steps aside willingly, to allow whatever being is being channeled to step in and take control over that person's body and that person's body functions. To put it simply, it's a form of willing possession. I know that that term possession almost immediately makes people feel uncomfortable, and that's because it's mostly associated with lower vibrational beings and horror films. But when people like Jane Roberts, who channeled Seth, an ancient and wise entity, and Jay-Z Knight, who channeled Ramtha, a 35,000-year-old warrior spirit, when they do this, it's to communicate ancient wisdom and information so that we may heal and raise our own vibration so that we can reach higher planes of reality. But we must also take into account that whenever a specific entity or group consciousness is being channeled, it's also being filtered and altered through the channeler depending on that person's perception. So some of the stuff might get lost in translation. And that's due to it being misinterpreted. This kind of reminds me of that movie, The Mummy. You know, the one with um, Brendan Fraser and Rachel Wise, because there's a scene in there where Benny is interpreting for Emotep, and he says, it's time to make you mine forever. And then Evie corrects him and says, for all eternity, idiot. <laughs> and so you see how a simple word can change the whole outcome of the phrase. And so, of course, the best channel is the one who can alter the information being given the least. The thing with channeling is that there is no real evidence to prove that the information is coming from spirit. The closest thing to evidence that a channeler can give is information such as saying what is going to happen in the near future, and in detail, or speaking information that only one or a few people know. And even this is kind of tricky because if a few people know, how do you know for certain that that information has not been shared? Two years after I began meditating, I believe I experienced conscious channeling. I remember my husband and I had just moved back to Las Vegas, and we were in our room, and I decided to meditate. It must have been around 9pm, and well, I suppose I was in an emotional vulnerable state, because although I was excited for our fresh new start, I was also a little nervous, and a little sad because I had just left my whole family and friends back in San Diego. Well, anyway, 
I set my intention that I was open and receptive to any information that my spirit guides, angels, or beings of love and light with their best intentions for me had to give me. And about 10 minutes in, a voice came through. This voice had a feminine energy, and it spoke very calmly. I didn't hear the voice with my ears, I heard it in my head. And it said, The lights are going to go out, but do not be afraid. That is just us letting you know that we are here with you. At this point, I broke concentration and decided to end my meditation session. I remember I told my husband immediately what I had just experienced, and about 10 seconds later, our light bulb blew out. I was shocked and excited, and my husband was a little more shocked. (laughs) And I told him, I think I may have reached a new level of meditation. (laughs) And since then, it has happened a few other times where I was in a way able to prove that something was going to happen. But mostly I receive information that is just for my own personal growth. Have any of you guys ever experienced something similar? Let me know. I'd really be interested in hearing your story. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. And or follow us on social media, on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond, and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. Lastly, if you have any questions, or if you have any feedback, or if there's simply anything that you'd like to share, you can email me. Email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.